0: Thanks for tuning in to Starting Eleven on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Everyone and welcome to another edition of Starting Eleven here on the Let's Get Ready Network. I'm Adelia, this is my buddy Snark, and we're here to talk about the latest match week in the uh, English Premier League. Snark, how are we doing today?
1: We're not doing well. We aren't doing well. It's a—it's uh, one thing to cry yourself to sleep. Um, after not getting much sleep the night before, and then I'm going to get up at bloody... By 30 in the morning so i can watch a football game and then and then we'll, we'll talk about what happened and then crying myself to sleep while my wife and kids ridiculed me no not been not been a great week not been a great wow. weekend mind you they, they were gonna they were they were gonna they were gonna they're gonna, <laughs> they gonna laugh and ridicule me anyways it's just that the unfortunate bit about the game or whatever it was just you know the icing on the cake i guess for it
0: that's a good weekend
1: oh yeah Is that right? I did
0: not cry myself to sleep
1: well, uh, well well, we'll start talking about the game Well, why don't we just start talking about the game guys we're talking Chelsea v. Arsenal at the bridge and one of the most lifeless experiences I've ever had watching my football team play uh, who were truly terrible they were awful yeah they were not
0: they were, good
1: this was and oh, this isn't to go too far before we start going any further. Arsenal was not great; they weren't good, no, no, they still deserved to win by five, and they were terrible. That's how awful Chelsea was. They had nothing, there was nothing, there was no fight, there was nothing. They couldn't string passes together, and they would they'd finally start moving in, and then uh in the first ten minutes, they were fine. Uh Sterling running in has a chance, he's on the wing. Alba opens himself or sorry, uh Sterling gave it to Havertz. Havertz is coming in. Alba okay. finds a spot in the box and Havertz tries this looping shot from near the touchline to go in. It goes way wide. That was that was our best chance of the day. Our best chance. I was
0: thinking, was thinking about this game out. earlier. I couldn't remember a that Ramsdale made i know he made at least no.
1: one yeah well it, it would come it would come to him to say save and just be yeah. in the way or whatever so he it was uh an un, it was not a taxing effort for Aaron Ramsdale <laughs> on Saturday uh, it really was a question I got a question sure. do you think mark cucarerea will ever complete a pass in this league? I'm not sure. On it certainly
0: doesn't look that way. He has been terrible for Chelsea ever since you guys signed him. And you guys and paid a paid lot a, of money for him
1: too. They paid a lot of money, and <laughs> it was just. And we have his coach from when he was there. Decided, oh, we should, uh, we should get the whole gang together here for this. Uh Yeah, it's not really working out. There's a lot of injuries, so they went to a back four, for whatever Thiago Silva in a back four. That
0: surprised for me. Reason.
1: Yeah, uh, Tiago Silva is yeah he's our best defender. Tiago Silva was your
0: best play. player.
1: Well, but in the game, fight. Oh yeah, there was yeah, yeah it's not even close. Uh, but yeah, he's not really fit for a a back four. He's a back three guy. Uh, that's where he excels. And so they, you know, and they take out, you know, Abba in the 60th minute. They bring Brola in, who's much better, but it was far too late. Does Oba did Oba was uh, uh, talking quite a bit before the match, uh, talking how London is blue and you know should be blue. You know, going to the uh, history of things, Um, but it was not on this day, and he looked terrible. And he is a striker.
0: Touches in the
1: whole game. Yeah, yep, he's a player. Uh, like uh, Chelsea strikers, uh, traditionally have the ball at their feet and keep it at their feet. Uh, you look at guys like drive Bug, you look at guys like Diego Costa, tough, powerful man. Uh, like to control the ball near and in the box. As, is he allergic to the football? Because as soon as it, as soon as it comes near him, he seems to get rid of it. It's one way or another. Uh, he is, he does not have an eye for gold right now, but no one does. No No one on this team does. And sure there's injuries and stuff like that, but there is a hundred million pounds sitting on the bench. I think right now, there is a lot. So, and it's going to come down to, well, I, I think I said it last week, we have the best parts for all the different types of cars and we just can't fit it into one. There's gotta be changes at some point, but it, this isn't, you know, this isn't Graham Potter's team yet. This is the one he inherited on a wild spending spree between a man who decided he would be his own sporting director and a coach that he didn't want to keep, which is yeah, flabbergasting. why, like, why sign over if you're just gonna sack Dougal the week that week? I, uh, just because he can sign guys doesn't mean you have to. There's a team called Newcastle. We can talk about them later. We seem to be uh, getting it. I want a team that Chelsea gets to face next week. So not only have they only had or have they lost their last two, but only two points in the last four in the league, and they get Newcastle before the break for the goddamn World Cup. So they get to sit on it for an extra month. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Not well in West London. How is it? A little further north. Much better. It's
0: much better. Um, We did not uh, play a stellar game against you guys. But we did enough to... uh, I've seen many people calling it a 1-0 battering. I don't know if I quite agree with that. (laughs) No. But... But um, you guys didn't look really, like, at all like you were going to score on us. And we had at least, I can think of that Gabriel Jesus header he missed that should have made it at least another goal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there was a few. Uh, and he wasn't even re- like, Saka played so well. Uh, so I think really, he was well. yeah, I think he was your best player on the day, but it was a day where everybody there only had to give about 60 percent. Yeah, Chelsea gave nothing. So you guys could go half speed. I'd say that uh if nothing else, the blues were gracious hosts on set uh on Sunday. Yeah. yeah, awful. It was awful. Uh it's a game I don't think uh we'll uh I don't think we'll forget but in all the wrong reasons. And
0: this game is Arsenal, nothing like the game at Stanford bridge last year. The game last year was know, back and forth and open-ended and there was good goals. This was nothing like that.
1: Arsenal seems to have Chelsea's number here over the last little while too. They've been playing. really. Yeah. I well think
0: this game. is the third season in a row. We've beaten you guys at the bridge.
1: Yeah. Uncool. It was uncool. well, that's it. I'm no longer a football fan. I'm gonna start watching cricket. Uh, what are the is there a cricket starting eleven? Is that how the many they do? No. Can we just switch to cricket? <laughs> no. Fine. Okay, we'll keep at it. Uh, at least. And this is this is going off and not just me on a tirade that Chelsea couldn't do shit. This was the worst match of the week. There were plenty of good matches to watch plenty of exciting matches uh could talk uh Leeds in afc burnmouth uh which was a a hell of a match uh i don't know how much you saw of this but Leeds gets a uh, the one goal lead early <laughs> and then burnmouth would score three in a row and the yeah. third one they scored uh who, who was it Solanke? I think it's Solanke. Uh a nifty little back heel tick or whatever. And then uh that was about the 40, was it 40 something like just after it was just after the second half started. And then would sit back for whatever reason. Uh Sam Greenwood would come on. Uh he would score six minutes later. Um, he would then he would set up the tying goal and then the winner and what was almost uh at the death uh, uh a pass it was passed from monado uh to somerville of all fucking people who j- was left like just one-on-one Him again. Up there. yep summer he's been the but last week that that winning goal. That's a weird, soft bounder, though. It's It just it it didn't it did It almost looked like he was just pretending to kick it and, it, and it kind of goes in. This one was a good strike and off a beautiful through ball. Uh, Mark Kukuria, if you're watching, that's how you put pulse in space, because yeah, uh, fantastic finish. Um, maybe you've saved uh, Jesse Marsh's job there because uh, I think uh, there were some. Uh, singing going on in the stands that uh, he wasn't listening so a hell of a a oh, yeah. hell of a way to finish for the I believe he's the only American uh, uh manager in the premiership I believe so
0: I think you're right about that
1: Yeah uh but good win famous win um now City and Fulham no Mitrovic again uh so yeah. the, you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough on uh, on uh, Fulham, uh, which is whatever. You know, if it's tough on Fulham. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over that. But uh, City goes out and scores. Uh, the guy they sat uh, they sat Holland uh, to start the game, anyways, and the, they had uh, Alvarez come on for him. He's the guy who gets the goal. And then a few minutes later uh they're like the only chance that uh fulham had uh gotten themselves in the first half that runs yep. into the box and joe cancello decides to absolutely body check this guy like hockey like we're moving boom like this it was crazy yeah the the announcer the announcer says oh gave him a bit a, a little bit of a push like it was nothing it's like Using his head stabbing. I was like, (laughs) what? I was like, oh, it was more than a little little bit of a push. Give me a break. Uh, So, yeah. So uh, they they get the penalty, they convert. Um, After that, like, Taylor got sent off. Yeah, he gets red carded. Rightly so. Rightly so. But after that, it's all city. It didn't matter if they were 10 men. It's yeah. like it was twelve against. Yeah, they could have. Yeah, Fulham could have twelve guys on the pitch. It wouldn't have mattered. It was all City. There was nothing that Fulham could do. But you know, give them credit. Like they kept scratching and clawing, and kept themselves in there until was it the uh, the second minute of extra time, and De Bruyne it. I haven't seen a shot that convinces me that his foot actually got touched by maybe the toe yeah. or something like that on that play. But De Bruyne absolutely spins. Like, if Kurt Browning would have done that, he would have won a gold medal, for God's sakes, instead of never hitting the pedestal. Sorry, this is a Canadian figure skating burn. Kurt Browning, a <laughs> <and I>, guy <laughs> who never amounted to much. But yeah. could he hit the I, triple I saw that.
0: I saw that. I saw that uh, that De Bruyne spin and go down, and I was like,
1: he's going to give How that. do you call it? How do you call that? After all the stuff, like, like, yes, don't get me wrong. he yeah. deserves three points. They should have had it way earlier. I thought that um, uh, Holland uh, actually uh, put one in and the, called it back on VAR as offside, and I don't believe it. I think he's still offside. I didn't see that
0: as offside.
1: I, I don't know how they called that offside. So I don't know if this is a ref trying to even things out or something like that, but he was adamant that was at the spot. He was as far away. It was the other side of the pitch from it. Ugh, that, it's a, that's a tough call to make. Uh, that's something you just don't do. Uh, anyways, yeah. Holland steps up and just squeaks it in. That was I, close. I, I watched his run-up, and I was like, even if Lenovo, is the right way,
0: he's not gonna get this because he's gonna hit it with too much power, and
1: he did. He how he should
0: have saved that. He dove the right he way.
1: You should have he, he it, it be- kind of just bounces under him, like just gets under him.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh I, I guess Holland said that was the most nervous he's ever been on a soccer pitch. I was like, what really? What was this? That's weak against 13? full and Yeah, um that's, that's weird, yeah. Uh, a little bit odd. Uh, but yeah, correct result. The, uh, the way it got there, though, was icky. Yeah. And oh, I was, boy. Um,
0: I was listening to the Two Robbies podcast, which is the Robbie Earl and Robbie Musta who do commentary for NBC here in the, in the U.S., and... Uh Robbie Earl goes, I think Manchester City could play the entire season with 10 men and win the league. And I was like, well, after that performance, I could see that.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I agree be, with it, but I can see why you're saying Arsenal. that. Yeah. Yeah, they could beat all the all the lower clubs and stuff like that. They wouldn't beat Newcastle like that. They wouldn't beat they wouldn't uh-huh. beat Arsenal. Would they beat Tottenham? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> That's on you, Todd. Uh, oh, yeah. Tom. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, those those announcers love Manchester City. They yes, love they it. Yes, they do. They could do no I wrong. Still. It's like, oh, my God, you guys get a room. This is getting uncomfortable to listen to. Anyways, that's, you know, that's for critiquing the commentators or just whatever. Uh, Forrest and Brentfield. Forrest, get a win. All right. <laughs> against the bees but at home it was a need of three points uh they're still hanging out near the bottom and stuff like that but uh uh yeah good on good on Forest. it was like, a game
0: it was, it, was, it was decent
1: yeah uh what's up yeah you played well yeah it, yeah it was a when you looked on the calendar but, this week you weren't yeah. gonna circle yeah not gonna start the Forest. best game of the week
0: no Brentford were so close to having their first away win of the season that well time goal
1: yeah well that the winning goal was as odd as anything like at that header it goes off the goalie goes off the other guy, goes to Ben me to clear it hits his hits his buddy in the in the knees and it comes back and again, it's another one of those things where v a r said it went over. But much like that goal that went against Chelsea, I haven't seen a replay that proves it. Like, like that goes all the way over. I don't know. Kind of another. All right. You know, it's it's Forest and Brentford. No one's gonna, no one's gonna yeah. go crying and stuff like that to their MPs about it. But you know, it was an in, it was an interesting finish. Uh, Wolves and Brighton in Hove of Albion. And look how well they're doing with the new coach. Uh, another win for Brighton Hove, Albion, Graham Potter's former side. They just seem to be playing well. Uh, yeah, again, not much to say about that, except Pascal Gross gets the winner. Pascal Gross, famously my favorite name to spell in the English Premier League. <laughs> it's that weird yeah. B. It's like it's easier just to write two S's, guys. But, you know, I guess if you can find the letter, you can find that letter somewhere or whatever, put it on there because I don't know. uh, I don't even know what button on the computer to push for it. Would it be like hold down the B or hold down an S? Doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Um, Speaking of. Uh, Everton, Leicester, Foxes get another win. Uh, Everton blanked at at Goodison Park. Uh, Yeah. That first goal, Telemans goal was. Telemans goal was the beauty. Was a fantastic strike. Um, Barnes's second goal, that was a good one too. Like, uh, kind of like a twist around in the box and stuff. But the Telemans goal from outside the box, come on. Uh, That's why you guys watch soccer. Um, like the Frenchman, he hasn't had many goals this year either. So good on him. Um, what next? Villa Manu and this the, the puzzle this so is surprising to me. Yeah. Uh Emery's first match in charge. He's been around for a while, mm-hmm. couldn't show up because of Visa related stuff that ended November 1st. He was on the touchline for this looking dapper. And he wasn't wearing one of those stupid sweater things that stupid Steven Gerrard used to wear all the time. Uh, uh, Dean's, I uh, guess, that goal off that free kick, which is another nice one. Yeah, I got a few mm. nice shots from outside the box went in this week. It seemed to be the thing. Uh, you know, unless you're Chelsea Arsenal, where Chelsea just uh, parts like the Red Sea to let a freaking corner come that, in again. Yeah. But um, come on, you didn't have to bring that up again, Adelia. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Ramsey uh puts one in his own net and puts one in to the actual net he needed to go to in that one. So yeah, Ramsey had Ramsey had a a full day, a full day of own goals and proper goals. So. I'm curious how Unai is going to do
0: with Villa because they have some talent on that team. Coutinho, you know, I just, it seems such an odd fit to me that he's going to go from coaching in the Spanish league, a team that is in the Europa League to Villa. And like, he seems very happy to be back in the Premier League. And maybe that's where he he wants to
1: be. But, well, he was at Villa Real, right? So maybe he just got yeah. mixed up. Maybe he went to go sign a new contract or something like that. And he, he got bored halfway through or something like that and didn't see that it stopped at Villa and yeah. uh, didn't have the real I, part.
0: I will say this for, for Emery. He is a very good coach. Like, he, he can win the Europa League within his sleep sometimes, it seems like, with some of these teams that he's had. The Arsenal thing, I don't blame it not working entirely on him. I mean, he had a group of players that were just not very good. And I don't think anybody coming in after Wenger left was going to succeed with that group of players. So that's why I'm really curious to see how he does now. It could be a disaster by the end of the season, but I just don't think it will be. Because it seems like Villa, ever since Gerard got fired, has played much better in certain games. They're yep. scoring goals like crazy.
1: Yeah, they can put the fucking ball on the net and like another club that's not too far from them. Um well he's gonna he's gonna have some time now. Like he's uh they got this week we got the World Cup coming up at two weeks guys. Uh so that's yeah. a month off uh then a month to play and then the window opens up again. So we'll see what kind of uh what kind of uh, magic he can work there. Um I know there's a lot of players coming on uh, that could be available um, like I, I'll i say it yeah. once, I'll say it a thousand times, someone's gonna pick up uh, Wilfred Zaha because he's on an expiring contract. Yeah. yeah, Palace isn't gonna do much here. Uh, and yeah, I don't, yeah. Now I said the guy, that guy is as much an enigma as anything as Manchester United, uh, who did not look good. And Ronaldo no. almost got into a fight, which was super. Ronaldo, captain Ronaldo
0: in that game. He was the captain.
1: What? <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. It's no, lovely. Okay. It is lovely no that idea. they have it's no wonderful. clue what they're doing. But come on, Captain! No, that's the guy you want representing your club. A guy who wants so desperately, desperately wants out of it. Uh, and the second stint there, for God's sakes, yeah, um, yeah. So he's got yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be some choices here for emery coming in january um i'm not sure how long his contract is but i'm sure they're giving him like a three-year contract or something like that to start with so yeah you, you can have this transfer window the next stretch i hope he makes a lot of mistakes i'll say that because i do not like acid villa not a single bit uh you know all the best to you but if you guys get relegated i wouldn't cry myself to sleep over it like i did Last night, all right, uh, Southampton and the club that's setting the league on fire right now in Newcastle. Uh, this was uh, destruction. Uh, although, although the Saints had some chances, the Saints, especially in that first half, they had a lot of chances. Uh, but you know, Miguel Almora, like, is there is there a player that special right now with his kind of skill set? Uh, we can just keep the just keep the ball in his foot like if you'll notice that in his uh goal uh the guy almost kind of it looks like he almost taps the ball back but i think it was just i stopping the ball and then bringing it forward with his back behind him and then going around incredible goal incredible goal by miguel Almirón. one final it was yeah newcastle on freaking fire now third third in the league newcastle of all teams I'm not a yeah. huge fan of it. Not a huge fan of it. Uh, and neither was Southampton who decided to, uh, that's it. Ralph, oh, God, what's, and Hoodle? Yeah. Is that right? Hussein Am I Hoodle. getting close to it? Yes. Huston Hoodle. Close, I said, close it takes, enough.
0: It doesn't matter. We're never going to have to say it
1: again. Yeah. That's right. You and your $14 name, get out. And so they <laughs> freaking send him packing. I was, like, was like, okay. I don't know what he was supposed to do. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, everybody in Southampton was waiting for all this glory or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, they've been getting beat. But I believe they beat Chelsea this year. So there you go. Yeah. Um, Ralph, House, surprised. and Hoodle, I'm we gonna... hardly knew ya.
0: I'm not surprised he's gone. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: no. I think everybody's been anticipating a managerial change in Southampton since the beginning of the season finally is happening i'm just curious who they're going to go and get because you got to figure there's going to be some
1: world cup managers you'd think you'd think there's you know think. maybe maybe play next week with a with a custodian or something like that here's the deal yeah. they're talking to nathan jones right now nathan jones of luton town yeah that's your southampton saints they're picking, <laughs> they're farming the lower leagues for their managerial talent, Nathan Jones, and good old Luton. Yeah, Luton Town. So, there you go. What else I had? West Ham versus Palace. Now, another 2-1 win for Palace. Another loss for the Hammers. Which is fine, uh, Benema, uh, an outstanding strike to put West Ham up first. Uh, again, this is a this was a week for goals, guys. Uh, Zaha came equalized, and Olise would win it after you know another a jaw dropping shot from outside the box inside the post, uh, and Antonio you know had a chance to uh, to tie it. But got a penalty, but they called it back on VAR, and uh, I think rightly so. It seemed to uh, he seemed to go down awful fast, and I don't know why VAR, you know, would uphold the call it, versus Man Van City with De Bruyne, and let this one go because they're both equally soft. It was a soft penalty call. And so, yeah, uh, I think it was the, it was the right call to me. Um, But it just exposes how, uh, how, you know, wishy-washy calls can be for, uh, uh, for uh, penalties these days. Uh, Ideally, I was just talking about uh, the Antonio play uh, inside the box where he got dragged down. I'm not sure if you saw that. Uh, Well, when we say dragged down, when we say dragged down, it's barely touched and then flopped, like he got shot. Well, so, yeah. I, yeah. So I was saying, I think, it, I think they got it right. I think they got it right that, uh, it, that, like VAR go, even though there was called a penalty, they got it right. That it was not a penalty, but I'm saying like, between that and De Bruynes, uh, I don't see, like, you. Could, I don't see how it was any different, how VAR could allow De Bruynes to stand. And then called back the one on Antonio because they were just both so equally soft. Make no miss. Make no sense to me. But at least this time is, you know, the right result where there's no, uh, there's no penalty. Now, at least that's what the last match. I think it was the last match of the week. I think so. It's just the, the later match on Sunday Spurs and Liverpool at good old Tottenham Hotspur stadium, famous, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium because they haven't gotten anyone to buy the name yet or something like that. Sounds better it than White Hart Lane. Still don't
0: have, it Hot. cracks me up. They still don't have naming rights to that stadium.
1: <laughs> they have the NFL, hosting games, NFL
0: games. Yeah, they're hosting NFL games at that stadium, and there's still not naming it's, rights to that stadium.
1: Just get the NFL to name it or something like that. Uh, anyways, here we go with another weird Liverpool Upset victory. It seems they only play against the top four guys. Uh, Mo Salah. Is Mo Salah back? Is this, should we now expect this from Mo Salah? The two goal performance. Um, the first one was very nice. Um, and Darwin Nunez. I think this is his best game as a red by far. And he didn't even headbutt anybody. I'd agree is, with you know, that.
0: Good for, good for yeah. you, Darwin. That's a plus. He stayed on the pitch this time.
1: Yeah, uh, Eric Dyer's giveaway, that weird header back with no oh, power and goes bad. off his shoulder. I'm trying to think of worse uh, uh, giveaways this year, and I couldn't until I remembered, of course, that uh, Mendy for Chelsea just uh, giving that ball to that Leeds player or whatever on the side of the net for no fucking reason at all. But anyways, uh, it was, yeah, so was 2 nothing Liverpool in the first, in the first half. And then it was all Tottenham in the second half. And it was it was Liverpool just hanging on. Uh, of course, the guy to get it back is goddamn Harry Kane. Uh, and again, he, he, he gets inside, he'll, he'll get to the ball, guys. Like, you have to have two guys on him at all times, but it didn't matter. Uh, but they couldn't get the equalizer. Justice is done. Tottenham loses. It's for that, and that reason alone, I'm sitting here talking to you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I hate, I hate when Chelsea loses. I hate it. Do I love it more when Tottenham loses? Like when, like, do I, do I love a Tottenham win more than I love a Chelsea? Like a Tottenham loss more than I love a Chelsea win? I'm wondering that. I'd sure love to see them disappointed. I know. I, I'm getting I used to. I'm getting Tottenham used to watching losing.
0: Chelsea lose. Yeah, it is. I love uh, it when Tottenham loses.
1: And boy, do boy do they whine. And you know, seeing Antonio Conte's depressed face is always fun. He got another yellow card.
0: Danger.
1: Yeah.
0: I he'll I, argue I, it. I was, it was I good. was on Twitter and I saw somebody say something along the lines of, "Man, Spurs can look worse than a pub team sometimes, can't they?" And they <laughs> look. They looked bad at times in that first
1: half. It was the first half, they were absolutely terrible. And this is at home. It was, yeah, that was surprising. It was at home. Um, uh, yeah, the second half, so much better. But the damage was already done. But they, yeah, they really came at them at the end. And uh, I think uh, it was Allison, uh, whatever, played it. it Lights Allison, named to the, uh, Bra- the Brazil uh, World Cup squad. Uh, some interesting names put on there. Martinelli makes it on this time. Two of
0: three Gabriel Brazilian Gabriel's yeah. made it to the yeah.
1: world cup squad. The only challenge. I, I was
0: honestly thinking that it was only going to be Gabriel. Magalhaes from Arsenal. And instead he took the two forwards and left Gabriel, no. the defenseman at home.
1: Yeah. Tiago Silva makes it. Uh, yeah. Again, people, uh, Strong, I'd say strong betting favorite uh, this year for the World Cup, but uh, we'll be talking World Cup later, guys. Not on this yeah. show. We still got, god damn it, we still got Premier League to go. Now, finish the matches. There's one thing we do, guys, and we put on our prognosticating hats, decide who's going to win, who's going to lose every week. Now, I had not had a good run of form lately. Adelia has been mopping up the place with my my blood and my tears. But this week, a huge change. Rob wins, no problem, eight to three. Uh, like, and it would have been nine to three. But I wanted to say Arsenal was going to win, but I decided that would not be fun at all. So. <laughs> One of my last Chelsea. We both picked Everton to be Leicester. I think correctly. I didn't work out did, so well. Yeah, it just yeah, wasn't a great finish. Uh, and we also supposed to pick U to win. Uh, again, another case of uh, yeah. You should have thought about have. that new manager. New manager bounce. Oh, with they, Villa. they got the bump. They got the new manager bump. Yep. Chelsea didn't get it <laughs> again. I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight once again. Uh, yeah, the one big part was uh, you had a, a draw for the Leeds-Born mouse game. So, I was that close. Took a point. That took a point for me. Well, <laughs> well, for that I almost sake. got to that. Yeah it's like you just wanted them to stop going as soon as it hit extra and again with all the stupid long extra time so like, there was the a game, lot of long extra one time. of the games in the first half they had eight minutes of extra time was like, what the hell is going on here guys um yeah, I, I was watching highlights I forget which game that was and it was the 56th
0: minute 52nd minute or something and it was still added time on the first half i was like what is that bananas
1: think? it's bananas all right Last week, last week before the World Cup, it starts ooh with a doozy. City versus Brentford at the Etihad.
0: It's city,
1: yeah, it's City. If, if
0: uh, I will not be up at six you, o'clock in the morning to watch that game.
1: No, if they if they do drop that game, I'll eat this sheet um guarantee okay. not the guarantee uh, cannot be guaranteed. Uh Bournemouth Everton this is an this is a, this is an interesting one to pick. Is
0: that Bournemouth? Yes. If it wasn't for Bournemouth's habit of giving up three, you know, two three goal leads in the last few weeks, I might Ooh. just go straight up with them at home, but I think I'm going to go for a draw.
1: Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. It's like I do not trust either of these teams to want to win. So I'm going draw. Now, who? Here you go. Here's something you could test your uh manager bump here. We got Liverpool and Southampton. Liverpool. Yeah, it's going to be Liverpool. That's ridiculous. ridiculous. Uh <laughs> Ooh, Spurs and Leeds. Spurs at home once again at famous Tottenham Hotspurs Arena.
0: I I want Leeds to win that game, but I think Spurs probably will.
1: Uh, Leeds can find goals and Spurs can leak them. They can also score them, but Leeds can score back. they like we're down three to one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a draw for this one. I'm gonna say a draw. Okay. That's mostly wishful thinking, I think. But yeah, just to write down that we both think Spurs is gonna win would make my stomach upset. Um, yeah. We we got Nottingham Forest and Crystal Palace. This is Nottingham.
0: This one's difficult, but I think I'll go for a draw.
1: Okay, I'm taking Palace. I like their run of form lately, and they can score, and they got two guys that can do it, maybe three. So I'm going to take them. Plus, Forest just had a good game. Do they ever put two games back-to-back? Well, we'll see. No. This one is another interesting one. West Ham and Leicester.
0: I think I'm going to go Leicester. West Ham just do not look convincing
1: at all. They don't, but they're at home. But I do like the way Leicester's played lately. I'm going to say Leicester as well. And here's one that could cause me absolute fucking heartbreak. Newcastle and Chelsea.
0: At St. James's Park?
1: At St. James's Park. Newcastle. Yeah. I'm not going to say that Chelsea wins. So it's either going to be do I think that Chelsea can hold them to a draw, or are they going to lose? That'd be five games of poor results in a row. If they do. I'm gonna say they draw. That's gonna be a draw. I think they'll have enough, hopefully. But you know, without Reese James, like how are you gonna how are you gonna hold up Miguel Alvarez? Come on. Oh my goodness, it's gonna be tough. Speaking of super tough, Wolves and Arsenal are next.
0: Arsenal. I know it's at Molyneux, but Lopetegui's (laughs) not starting until after the World Cup, so I'm hoping we avoid the new manager bounce here. Oh, uh, sure.
1: It's Diego Costa. We should be
0: able to beat them anyways. No, Diego Costa, I don't believe, is back for this.
1: No, that wouldn't matter. I think you guys are going to win by four anyways. Brighton and Villa. Ooh, this one could be a good one, too. Good matches here. Some good matches. Brighton and Villa. Yeah. Uh, I'll go Brighton. On the South Coast. On the South Coast. Brighton. Mm, I'm going to go with a Villa win on the road. Interesting. I like I like the way they played. I guess, man, yeah. Speaking of who, they round out the week on the road at Craven's Cottage against a piece the pieces of shit in Fulham.
0: They should be able to beat Fulham. But Ooh, yeah. they should have been able to beat Villa too. Ooh,
1: yes. Once again.
0: No, I'll still go Manu.
1: Okay, still I'm Manu. taking yeah, I gotta take Fulham at home. Uh again. Because I hate Manu. And Fulham has William at least. And even though I should hate Mitrovic. because he's a Canadian who plays for Serbia, but uh, you know. I don't. I, I really like him. So, I uh, if he's back, which I doubt he will be, but if he's back, uh, I say that I have no problem saying Fulham. But if he isn't, I'm still going to say Fulham. But it could, yeah. It, again, this is a toss up week. I think this week could go either way, with the exception, you know, Arsenal's get to beat the shit out of the Wolves. Like, that isn't going to say anything. And City's going to beat the shit out of Brentford. So, you got two guarantees in there. And the rest are who knows we'll see uh okay so that's it next week we talk about these matches at some point we're going to talk world cup uh is that starting up uh but for now adelia what the hell's going on with you uh
0: it's not much going on with me personally But stuff going on with the Let's Get Ready Network. We've launched a new channel on YouTube just for our sports content. It's called Let's Get Ready Network, the highlights. There will be a link to it in the uh, description of this episode. And uh, starting not next week, but I think the week after, this show will be on YouTube on that channel every week when there is an episode. So that's exciting news.
1: They don't even have to pay to see our faces anymore. No, they don't. Baloney. Baloney. What the hell? Uh, guys, let's get ready. Network. Uh, dot com, and you go to the merch store. You can get a shirt like this. Just in case you have a surprise wedding. Or. Yeah.
0: Lots of starting close, to live in merch on there.
1: Close. A close family member's funeral. You know, when you have to look. Your very best. Graduation you think starting 11 merch? you can get that let's get ready network.com uh at some point uh my sunday show with danny will come back after he's out finished gallivanting across the world uh that should be southern yes other than that you'll see us back here starting 11 next week and hopefully my heart will have healed I, I doubt it.
0: We shall see. It's going to be something if Newcastle keeps this run up. So we shall see. But until next we'll time, we'll see you then.